Hey, hey, lady, welcome. This is a podcast on how to have it all. That's right. You get to have a body, a relationship, a career, a business, a bank account of your dreams. And in this podcast, you'll learn how to get it. Hey, lady, let's talk about boots. Let's talk about drinking. I don't know about you, but I do love me a glass, a two, sometimes three, of a good wine or Prosecco. Big fan of reds. Um, Yeah, for me, and tell me how you feel about that. For me, it's the whole experience. It's the ambiance. It's a beautiful wine glass. It's the smell, the pairing, the cheering. Um the relaxed feeling the wine gives you. It's definitely the experience part, not necessarily the buzz. But um, I found myself recently feeling like I need to take a little break from that. In my family, um, opposed to my immediate family, addiction has not really been a burning issue, which I know for many it is. Um, But... I am well aware of the side effects of consuming um, any type of, you know, legal or illegal drugs. And I've never, um, you know, this is not a confession kind of thing, but I've never done drugs. I never had a need or a pull to, but, you know, culturally, I am accustomed uh, to social drinking. And um, more so than that, I do enjoy a beverage, a glass of wine, uh, pretty much a glass of wine, really, uh, when I'm working, when I'm working on a creative flow, when I'm working on a project, that just gets me in the zone. So um, eventually, I discovered that pattern that I felt the dependence. It's like, you know, Pablo, uh, when the light turns on, you start drooling, same thing for me, when the work time or the project time comes up, I felt like I needed to grab a wine, and I didn't like that correlation. I didn't like that dependence um, or, you know, the connection that I established in my brain for it. So I started playing with breaking that habit. And here we are in uh, the month of January, and on the social media, you might have been seeing the hashtag dry January and people taking a break from um, alcohol for a month after the holidays, I felt like it was a great idea and I love the collective energy behind any movement. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna gonna give it a go. And in the past few months, I felt that guidance and I felt that hit of intuition or inspiration, whatever you call it, to, um, to quit, to take a break, to stop and not cut back, which I did work with that. And, you know, when I feel like it's becoming more frequent that I like, I quite easily remove that excess out of my life, but I felt this hit to completely cut it out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is why I'm calling it semi-dry January, you know, because I've been funny. Um, I think I'm hilarious, but on a serious note, whenever you remove something permanently, and tell me if that resonates, whenever I, I'm going to speak for myself, whenever I remove something permanently, my inner rebel, my inner, but let me show you, but I, you can tell me no, even if I'm saying no to myself, that rebel wakes up. 
you don't tell me how to, right? You don't tell me what to do, which is a weird internal dialogue. I apparently have been having it with myself since early teenage years, which attributes to a good portion to my success. But, you know, that desire to break a rule, to say no when somebody says no, right? To prove that I can, regardless of being said no, that's a very weird dynamic. But I think that's the reason so many of us fail in resolutions fail and uh, especially dieting and exercising don't diet but that's a different day that's a story for another day so anyway for me it's like if I say I'm not gonna drink period then it puts a restriction and it's a tough spot to be in if you're constantly it's like no 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 it's just the no that becomes more annoying than anything else especially for that free spirit that rebellious person that you and I might be, right? So this is what happened. Um, yesterday, or the other day, I was out and about uh, doing some downtown shopping, enjoying a day by myself. I popped into my uh, favorite restaurant downtown for, well, one of, to be fair, right? One of, um, to grab some apps, uh, some appetizers during their happy hour. And, um, while I'm enjoying that, I am sitting at the bar and I'm watching the selection of wines and I'm watching them mixing the drink. And I am realizing that what I really want is a glass of wine. You know why? Because I enjoy it. I love it. I like to have a glass of wine with my dinner. I like to have a glass of wine at that restaurant. I like to have a mixed drink here and there. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling that, like, I need it, I need it, I need it come up. So I'm texting with my, um, with a Z-man, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I know we committed to not drinking, but it's like, I actually want a glass. And he said, hey, like, don't quit on my behalf. I'm doing it for whatever reasons. You don't have to. And for, re- for a second, I was like, I was not looking for a validation, but I was looking for, it's like, It's not a no unless I wish to. And here's the difference. If you're or somebody you know is fighting an addiction, having just one is not an answer, right? Just one can ruin your life, can get you off the sobriety trip. But if you realize that you don't have that strong dependency, that you're not necessarily addicted in a clinical um, sense, giving yourself permission To do what you want removes the pressure. And it's a fine balance, like most things are. It's a fine balance between saying, oh, just one, and then it's like, eh, I give up. What happened for me? And play with that idea. So I ended up ordering a glass of wine. It's like, you know, if I want to, it completes my ambiance, it completes my experience. I take this, I love the glass, I love the pour, I'm, you know, sniffing the aroma of this Malbec. Mmm, tastes, smells delicious. I take a taste of it, I take a sip, and it's like, eh, that's not what I actually wanted. It's actually not as good as it sounds. And that's the thing. It was such a relief for a second. I was like, okay, I did not actually want it that bad. I was not dying to have a glass of wine. And it helped me reflect and say, okay, so what is it that I'm actually missing? Am I missing the, the... experience is it uh the being familiar you know the familiar feeling of doing this and that and the other thing when you go out to dinner is it just a habit 
because I always order a glass of wine when I go out, right? So it became all of a sudden very transparent to me. It's like, that's not the actual glass of wine. I'm missing the experience. And how we break a habit, hear this one out, how you break a habit, especially beginning of the year, right? We're still on the goals and resolutions. How do you break a habit? You don't just say, I stopped doing this. You replace it, right? If it comes to your health, you replace uh, soda with a glass of water. You replace fast food with a salad. You replace something. You don't just abruptly stop because it's more a habitual thing that we get so accustomed to. So it was such a good option for me to just explore the alternatives. Like, okay, I still like to go out. I still like the experience. I still love to see the beverages. You know, I don't lose control when I'm seeing, sitting at the bar, right? So a person who's fully uh, addicted, you just don't want to take them to the bar because it's so challenging for them. It's like, okay, so let's just replace that glass of wine with ask for a pretty glass. You know, my thing is a pretty glass. Ask for a pretty glass with a sparkling water or ask for a glass of juice or an alcoholic beverage or a virgin mix. Most of the places will be happy to mix something up and charge you a little bit less than what you would pay for for a, um, a fully on alcoholic beverage or a glass of wine. So anyway, allow yourself a little bit of freedom. That's my um, <laughs> that's my point for the episode. If you're committing to something and you're struggling to break the habit and you know that it's like with an addiction, if you have one, you're going to lose control, then don't. But know the difference. If you're in a space of exploring the option and maybe going back to that and saying, no, that's actually, I passed it. That's not even tasting or sounding as good as I thought. And being self-aware enough to explore your thoughts and your feelings, to slow down and ask yourself, what am I craving? Is it the forbidden fruit that I'm just fighting against? Is it just the restriction? Is it a story of before when I, I couldn't have enough? Like, give yourself permission to play with that. And if you feel like you are, you have the control enough to um, try it and retract or try it and reevaluate, give yourself that. Because what's going to happen if you come into, let's say, um, you know, cleaner eating habits and you say, oh, my gosh, if I have this one burger, everything is ruined. Right. So that's your story. If you try one, everything is falling apart and you might as well give up on the whole commitment altogether. Yeah, that's not cool. But let yourself say, hey, you know, I've been doing so good this first week and I really feel like maybe celebrating with a, um, you know, less healthy choice. And I make it consciously. I know what I am doing, but I'm going to try and see how it tastes, how it feels, how it goes. And I assure you, if you're working on breaking a habit that you know is not serving you, when you go back to that, you know, as before, it's not going to be all that it's cracked up to be. It's not going to be as good or as, oh my gosh, delicious. You know, I'm eating junk again. It tastes so good. But when you start taking care of your body, your life, things that serve you replace the things that don't. And if you're working on removing those self-sabotage patterns and habits, give yourself the respect to allow yourself to take a step back and say, yep, 
I was right. I'm on the right, right track because this really is not serving me. I'm good. All right? You're good. You are good.